Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. I'll be in and out of here very quickly. Not going to waste too much of your time today. You know what it is? It is Headline Wednesday. And since we're still in the NFL playoff mode, I'll give you the previews for the AFC Divisional Round today. Tomorrow I'll do the NFC Divisional Round and then I'll just do headlines for tomorrow as well. So let's go ahead and get you guys the picks and then I'll preview the keys to the AFC side and give you the scores. I'm not going to pick the team until the weekend picks edition of the show. So what I'll do instead is I'll do the scores. But let's go ahead and get you guys underway. Let's go with the NHL first. Only three games on today. Uh, go with Florida minus 210 on the money line. So go easy here. 3-2. to two. Florida over Detroit. Take the Devils minus 185 on the money line. So 3-2 there with the Devils over the... Or actually 3-1. to one. You're looking at Montreal only 43 points on the year. It's not looking pretty for the Canadiens. But... I'll go 3-1 New Jersey at home, and then the Sabres-Blackhawk game is postponed until tomorrow, which i got to find out why. That's interesting. Oh, they're not even pointing that out, are they? Okay, so they'll just replay the game tomorrow. Alrighty, other than that... That's it for NHL fans. Again, go with the Florida Panthers and the New Jersey Devils for tonight. I thought there was a third one, but turns out there's only two. For my NBA fans, again, odds courtesy of ESPN Bet. Same with the money line picks in the NHL side of things. So for the NBA, again, here we go. Let's go. Lakers minus three and a half over... The Mavericks, the Heat minus three and a half over the Raptors, especially now after the Siakam trade. Uh, Siakam goes from Toronto to Indiana, so who knows what the Raptors will look like now that they've traded one of their best players out. So we'll go Miami minus three and a half and the Knicks minus seven and a half at home against Houston. So go with the Knicks, go with the Heat, and go with the Lakers. And then, I don't, you know, you got Cleveland and Milwaukee tonight, too. Uh, that's a very low line. Cleveland minus one and a half. Don't touch that one at all. That's why I'm leaving that one off. And then, if you want an easy win, I'm surprised this line is that high. Go with the Timberwolves minus 12 and a half over the Pistons. Actually, I'm not surprised considering that the Pistons only have four wins, but hey. If you want easy money, go Minnesota minus 12.5. If you want to take a risk, go Cleveland minus 1.5. But the three you need to worry about, Knicks minus 7.5, Lakers minus 3.5. And the, I think those are the only two that I actually took. Uh, Otherwise, oh no, I took a, no I didn't, I forgot a third one. Uh, Go with Brooklyn minus 6.5. On the road in Portland tonight as well. So go Brooklyn, go LA, and go with the Knicks. So go Lakers, go Knicks, and go with the 
Blazers, or not the Blazers, the Nets, to win tonight. And then for my college basketball fans, let's get you guys out of here as well. Go UConn, the number one team in the country after all the crazy upsets last week. Go UConn, minus five and a half in stores at home tonight over the Blue Jays of Creighton. Go Kentucky, minus six and a half over Mississippi State. Uh, go North Carolina, minus 21 and a half over Louisville. And go Arizona, minus 19 and a half at home against USC. So again, Arizona... Arizona, North Carolina, Kentucky, and UConn. Those are your picks tonight as well. So those are all your picks. So let's get to the top headlines, see if there's anything shocking here. Uh, Oh, yeah, no, I mentioned it when I was doing the NBA picks. But let me do this story for all my NBA fans, and then I'll get out of here. The Indiana Pacers have acquired all-star forward Pascal. See, I was trying to figure out his name. Pascal Siakam in a trade that sends Bruce Brown, Jordan Norba, and three first-round picks to the Raptors. As part of a separate trade, the Pelicans and Kyra Lewis Jr. to the Raptors and a second-round pick to the Pacers. So, in other words, I don't know if the Raptors are offloading... I think they're on the outside. Let me take a quick look. I think they're on the outside of the top 10. I don't even think they're in play-in territory. Let me take a quick look. Yeah, Toronto is on the outside. They're like 12th in the East with where are they? 16 back of Boston for the number one seed. But they're 2 Two and a half back of Brooklyn for the 10 seed, which is play-in tournament territory. Otherwise, so I guess that's an offloading thing for the Raptors, but otherwise we still got a lot to go there. Otherwise, let me double check real quick. Oh, Baker, what are you doing? Let's see this story real quick. Uh, Baker Mayfield responded to Lions safety scene Jay Gardner Johnson's remarks this week that the Buccaneers are without a good quarterback. Tommy needs to brush up on his film play. Oh, oh, well, I, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll brush up. On, I will read this article a little more in depth and kind of give you my thoughts on that game for tomorrow. But I'll, I'll leave that article for later. Anyway. Let's go ahead and get you guys the AFC Divisional Round for today, and then I'm out of here. Two matchups. First one, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific on ESPN and ABC with the Texans and the Ravens. C.J. Stroud against Lamar Jackson, the presumptive MVP winner for this year. With this game, it's simple for Houston. They got to run the ball a little bit. I know Baltimore's defense now of the eight teams remaining, it's the, be it's the best defense left in the playoffs outside. The second one is San Francisco. So if you just loosen up that defense with running the ball, because this is a rematch of week one in which the Ravens won and C.J. Stroud actually looked like a rookie. Because now from there, 
we've all turned him into the best rookie that the, you know, this is the mainstream saying this. This is the best rookie I've seen in the NFL. Yada yada. Okay. All right. And yes, he did light up the Bucks for 470. I still remember that. Trust me. I, I saw how good CJ Stroud could be. But you're literally down to Nico Collins, Devin Singletary, and and Schultz, dude. I always forget I always forget the dude's first names. But anyway, with the Texans, they gotta run the ball a little bit. And the X factor for the Ravens, as far as making sure CJ Stroud doesn't have a great game, will be Kyle Hamilton. So X-Factor there, I know some of you are like, well, that's not an X-Factor. Well, it could be. I mean, you also have a Ravens team that leads the NFL in sacks. So, it's going to be a fun game for C.J. Stroud. you got to run the ball a little bit. If Devin Singletary or any of the lead backers that Houston has can at least run for 100 yards, maybe even a buck 50, then Houston has a chance. Now, for Baltimore to win this game... They just have to be them. You don't have K.J. Dobbins, and your backup's gone too. Keon Mitchell, he's gone too. So, now you're down to just Gus Edwards. Expect Gus to have a big day. And that's how Baltimore could do it. Just be them. Run the ball. Mark Andrews is back after being out for six weeks with the knee injury. That he suffered on that Thursday night game against the Bengals where Jake Browning got to take the reins over for Joe Burrow. That's the last time we saw Mark Andrews. Who knows if he's actually ready to go, but he'll at least be healthy enough to play. And if he at least gives you three catches, then the Ravens have a shot. So, as far as that matchup, the score I'm going to go with, I'm going to go 24-21. to I'm not picking the winner yet, but 24-21. And then the second game in the AFC, probably the best game of the weekend, it'll be the Bills and the Chiefs. The Bills, 3-1 in the regular season against the Chiefs, but 0-2 in the part that matters. So let's go Bills. Let's start with the Bills first. Do I even have to say it? It's Josh Allen. He's got to play well. Stephon Diggs, I think he only had two catches against the Steelers last week. Maybe three. But Josh Allen has to play well. He has to complete at least 64% of his passes. Get three total touchdowns. Maybe two, actually two throwing, one rushing. Stephon Diggs has to have at least eight catches. And uh, James Cook, again... Get 100 yards. It's that simple. That's it for the Bills. Defensively, I think they'll do just fine against the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs, it's simple for them. Just rely on the big two. Isaiah Pacheco, continue that momentum that he had last week against Miami. If he gets a buck 50, maybe even 200 total yards, then the Chiefs will win this game. If Travis Kelsey could just catch four balls, if he could just catch four of those, and you can convert on the red zone. I think it was like four field goals or five field goals that Butker had to make. And Miami just couldn't move the ball. That's the only reason the Chiefs won that game. Or it was a blowout in the first place. 
But if you can at least get three touchdowns in the red zone for the Chiefs and then somehow get a big play from Pacheco or Kelsey, then hey, the Chiefs could win this game. So as far as this score, expect this to be in the low 30s. I'm going to go 33-30 to as your score. So again, 24-21 in the first game on Saturday and then 33-30. to That's the score I'll go with in the second game, which will wrap up Divisional Round Weekend on Sunday night on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to the show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. Or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show on Rumble.com on your desktop computer. Or download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Store. And by the way, just as a reminder for all the people that want to watch this on Rumble. You do not have to subscribe. Now if you want to get all the episodes. If you want to get all this episode and you got to follow the show. Then subscribe. That's just... But if you just want to watch the videos, the individu- if you want to watch the individual videos, you don't have to subscribe. Just go A.D. Gerke. That's A-D-G-S-N-Girl-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G-S-N-Girl-E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. And if you want to follow this show and move us up the algorithm, then you need to subscribe, which... Here, this is episode 648, and today is the 18th of January, so tomorrow will be the four-year anniversary of this show. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a celebratory thank you as a gift for tomorrow's show along the way. But, again, for everybody on Rumble, you do not have to subscribe, but if you want this show to sneak up the algorithms... Please subscribe. Go to A.D. Gerke. Make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. And click subscribe and you'll get every single episode. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on social media, either through the Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast, the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. For post-episode interaction, you got to follow yours truly, at Austin underscore Gerke on X. Again, that's Austin underscore Gerke on X. And for non-show related stuff, you can either follow my Instagram at AustiSpamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. Or my personal Snapchat, AustinGerke14. Again, that's my name and my favorite number for Snapchat. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.